Hey everybody, it's Cage. By now you know that Lucas Tigers and Browns podcast is sponsored by PWCC, and you've probably already heard our weekly PWCC episode. But did you know that you can now bid on the weekly and premier auctions straight from the PWCC mobile app? It's the easiest way to bid on cards, make offers in the fixed price marketplace, track your submissions, and view your vault portfolio. So join the thousands of people who are already placing bids using the mobile app. It's available on both Apple and Android devices. Thanks, everybody, and enjoy the episode. Episode 699 of Lucas Tigers and Bronze. We're, uh, we're, we're getting to that 700 mark, and it's exciting Ooh. times. I feel like I feel like we're kind of in our sophomore season. I'm, I'm feeling good about the show. Uh, we're hitting record numbers, tons of content. People love the guests we have on. They love when we do just just the two of us, you know. Uh, I'm just great. Castles man. in the sky, just the two of us. And today will be the you and I. episode. All right, but you got to start off. This dude, he geeked out in the last PWCC auction. And let me just give like a thirty second. You don't have to show cards. You don't have to talk about the cards you're buying. But it's a funny thing. It's almost like a transformation. Tell and it's it, the times are a changing, and because of that. You're able to basically have some fun. I don't remember the last time I've seen you smile as much about cardboard as you have this week. And I think a lot of that has to do with the current market conditions. And if you're in this for, you know, for more than the next month or two months or six months or a year, you can find some really cool stuff. And how many cards did you buy in the PWCC auction last, the last week's auction? Oh, that's a stack right there. It's another stack. (laughs) You got quite a few. Like 60. So we just played a little game before the show where Andrew showed me some of these cards. And I'm like, put them on. Put them on YouTube. Put them on. Like, put them on the show. Like, let's talk about them on the show. And he's like, how much did I pay for this Shaq rookie PSA? I'm like, 80 bucks. He's like, what's happening? What's happening with what? Everything's fine on my end. So they pay 80. He says, well, uh, um, this. How about this LeBron gold medallion? It's like a cool LeBron dunking the ball gold medallion. I'm like, I don't know, 100 bucks. He's like, $25. I'm like, and he's having a blast. He's like, look at these cards I got. I got this Ray Allen. I got, look, here it is. Look at that. That's a cool card. I don't even think I've ever seen that card before. Gold medallion. LeBron. Uh, you know I love Fleer Ultra. Just like yes, as you're a an spy. Ultra guy. You love Fleer Ultra. That's your favorite Kobe. Look at that. What is that also gold? This was just the base one. That's nice. Look at that card. Shiny ultra Michael Jordan. I mean, <laughs> look, look how much fun you're having. You're like, hey, like a kid in a candy shop. And you're like, I spent a couple hundred bucks. I got a stack of Jordans, Kobe's, LeBron's. Like, how do you go wrong? It's pretty awesome. I, I, think, I think a part of it is like the gamesmanship of the auctions that's fun too, right? Like I've been checking now all week for next week's auctions, mm-hmm. trying to play around with like what I realized is I'm at like a 1993 and on type mm-hmm. of guy. Like I do like the vintage. I have the Clemente 61. And I'll <laughs> Where I buy cards before 1893. You buy right. after 1993. <laughs> You're like, what the heck is wildfire Schulte? <laughs> What's cool about that is after 1993, the pops go up, right? So there's, we're all chasing, like, here's a Hakeem 1993 Finest Refractor. Look at that. In the 9, 5, or 10. Like, this is, a, this is a huge card. But what's cool in a market like this is when people need liquidity, they they typically sell their lower-end stuff first, mm-hmm. right? 
they're going to hold the really nice stuff and they're going to liquidate their $1,000, $500 cards. And that's what I'm seeing on the market, whether that's on PWCC or other places. But what's cool about PWCC is they, they have the most amount of cards. Like just, I, I would say the auction. just the auction. They have so many different cards, so many different opportunities. And as a result, there's some cards that end higher than comps, but there's also cards that end lower than comps. And it gives you an opportunity to, you know, like last week, I know this is a base card, which kind of fell out of flavor, but this is a Shaq rookie. This is a hundred dollar card uh, at its peak. I got it for 19 bucks. And what's cool with PWCC is you don't pay any taxes if you have a vault and you don't pay shipping. And as soon as you pay, it gets moved to your account instantly. So I've been having such a, so much fun with the weekly auctions. I'm sure you guys do it with the premiere, but there's, there's good opportunities. Here's another, just a Jordan ultra row one mm -hmm. and it's a PSA seven. And I think as a result of being a PSA seven and ended at, you know, I think $28. Look how shiny that is. <laughs> Stop saying shiny. They're also shiny. <laughs> I mean, you like shiny cards, man. I don't, I'm not a big shiny, but you like shiny. Oh, uh, no, you never saw Moana? Shiny. You know, you know, Moana is Kobe's favorite movie. I mean, you will find a way to bring it back to Kobe, but that's fine, man. You're a Kobe guy. What else you got there? Kobe. And if I might say, that's a shiny card. <laughs> I mean, that card is very shiny. Oh. No, it's not. Totally. I guess you're right. These are all shiny cards. But Every single cool. card is shiny. This what, is a PSA 10 Magic and Michael PSA 10 card from college. I don't know why I wanted this. This was actually one of the more expensive cards that I bought, but I thought this was kind of cool. Listen, dude, I love it. I think these cards that you're buying are really cool. And you're having fun, and you're buying the guys you like, and you're not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. And this is, all, this is all purchased on PWCC's weekly auction last week. Yes, sir. Pretty nice, man. You're having some fun with this. Just a different way of, you know, of adding some stuff to your collection. And it's a different side to the coin, right? I, I talked about adding, you know, some high-end LeBron, a Tiger Woods, that kind of stuff. And you're adding, you know, it's the other end of the spectrum. The same thing happens. Just like the, the high-end comes down, the lower-end stuff, you're right. People start to trim their collection. And it's like, all right, you know what? Even the, even the biggest Hakeem Olajuwon fan... You know, before they sell their 86 Fleer PSA 10s, before they sell their high-grade, you know, inserts, they'll sell the finest refractor at a BGS 7. You know, they'll get whatever liquidity they can before they, you know, before they sell their, their best stuff, you know. So, so I like it, and you're taking advantage of that because that's the kind of card that, you know, somebody building up a, a, an Elijah on PC the next go-round would love to add, you know. So, I mean, I, I think what you're doing is really, really smart. Um, you want to talk about the PWCC auction tomorrow? We, uh, you know, we chat with them. Do you want to talk about hockey? You want to talk about how your avalanche pr prediction is just amazing right now? I mean, they're, they're a 2-0 lead in the Western Conference, you know, finals. You know, maybe face the Rangers. Rangers are also are they you know, beating the Oilers. Is that who they, they, they beat play? the Oilers 2-0. Yeah, Connor McDavid. You know, they're uh, they're so far two games in handling them. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, you nailed it, man. I mean, you, I asked your prediction, and you said, you know, Avalanche. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know any of these teams or these players. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen with the PSA 9 market? I don't know, dude. It's a good question. Um, I think because answer, PSA 10s demand such a premium, man. The answer it, remains to be seen. 
because I think PSA nines might be saved if we are never again going to see PSA grading below fifty dollars. Like if PSA says that's it, the fifty bucks, I'm, we're grading the cards, we're still getting enough in. This is what we want to do: fifty, hundred, and and on higher. And they want to make their market on cards that are you know higher than that and and the like. Then you know I think PSA nines you know for certain years may have a life to them, um, but. You know, and they, just so we're, we're, I want to contextualize shoot. it. I'm talking about cards where th- these aren't out of 10. You know, this is like a where there's 100 to 200 to 1,000 of these cards graded. Yeah, Oftentimes, there's enough 10s for people to get them. Right. Nice. Right. And like, e- even if we go to like 2013, there's an awesome set called like Brilliance. There's this awesome set called Red Hot. Just like the 10s versus the 9s and almost identical cards, right? Especially with those shiny cards, that maybe a little pin mark goes gets it from a ten to a nine, and I'm just curious, like, will people realize that nines still have a value because it's almost an identical card, or are they buying the grade? You know, so and you've been in it. You're a ten guy. You buying love the grade. Buying the grade. 100 percent buying the grade. And, and that that's that's gonna stay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the overall market, the ten, the PSA ten whether it was their intention or not, became that way to, to, you know, to create a market. But you go on card ladder and you say, okay, what's a PSA 10 of this card worth? You know, not every 10 is the same. Right. But, you know, with institutions and you name it, when they want to try to do this, you can't have that, you know, that, that, that difference. If you want to make this, quote, the industry instead of the hobby – you need that, you know, this is, this, is, this is the same or close to the same. You need that homogenization, you know. Here's you a good that. example. Yeah. So sure. This is the nine of Kobe's rookie. Mm-hmm. It's a nice and, one. And it's a nice one. It, you could tell it's centered, right? Like really That's nicely. A, recently graded. If it were graded two years ago, it would probably be a 10. So, so this, isn't not, this is graded a nine. It's a $220 card. Mm-hmm. And it's a $1,000 card. Yep. But this is a card that's been graded like 20,000 times. Yep. And at the end of the day, like this one looks pretty good, and I, I'm curious how that will play itself out. Like, will that will the nine drag the ten down? Will the ten drag the nine up? Because these have come down quite a bit, Cage. Yeah, all the rookies have come down quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of cards have come down a lot. A lot of cards. Listen, which way do you want to go? You want to start talking about some cards? You want me to tell you some stuff that I looked at in PWCC? Well, you always have a few cards that you you took notice of. I have Correct. two. I have oh, uh, two. Diddy a Drugba card. Oh, Drugba. Yeah, I have Diddy a, Diddy a Drugba, Drugba. And, and a Stadium Club. Here, I'll pull this one up first. Who's this better, Drugba or Pogba? If they get in the fight, Drogba and Pogba Drogba in, in like a cage. You think so? Drogba. So, don't so don't show 90- people what you're bidding on. 1998 Stadium Club, Marshall Falk and Peyton Manning. One what was cool is I never knew Marshall Falk played for the Colts. I thought he played for the Rams. He did play for the Rams, but he played, played for the Colts first. With Manning? Yeah. Him? Uh, Manning? I don't know. Mm, no, I don't think so. So think Marshall so Falk's rookie year is 1994. Um, I don't know when he went to the Rams. But, but Peyton came in, what, 98? No, the Colts took Manning with the number one pick. But he inherits a team that reached the playoffs in 95, 96. Yeah, I mean, I remember they drafted they drafted him Edger and James. Edger and James right. came and replaced Falk. Um, but I don't know whether or not there was one year that they played together. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, I, I you know, they were only four years apart. Um, 
I don't know how long Marshall Falk stayed on that team. Uh, I think we're all bamboozled, as was I. And when I saw this, at first I thought this was Edron. Then I was like, Falk? I thought he was on the Rams with Warner. And why? So anyway, this is a cool card. No, is it 98? 98. 98, they were on the team together. 98, he was still on the Colts. And he had a great year, too. 1,319 yards rushing. So 14 bucks. That's what that is. It's it's at right now. I think it's a cool card. And Total yards cool. of scrimmage, 2,227. Pretty sick. 2,200 yards of scrimmage. Pretty awesome. Now what that, this is Drogba who beats up Bogba. <laughs> I I loved Drogba on Chelsea when I saw this card. I was like, any soccer kind of enthusiast. Drogba wasn't phenomenal for a long time, but he he's a guy that like captured the screen. You know, when he played, he would score goals in a timely manner. He was a big presence. And I just think he was one of those guys that he was from Cote de Villar, you know, the Ivory Coast. And he's just, like, revered. He's like, I, you, you don't know why you like him, but you kind of, like, love him. Yep. Maybe, like, generous Rodman-esque. Uh, so I really like Drogba. And that was a cool card to see. I've never seen a Drogba card in general. And Drogba's going to kick Pogba's ass. That's what you're saying. <laughs> this I is, like, actually, a new sport we're going to have. Soccer fights. When they're done playing soccer, they should just fight. Um, <laughs> I actually think Pogba's a buy. And here's why. Pogba is the classic underachiever. Lots of talent. Hasn't showed up for Man U, but he's being released from Man U. Yeah. And I, you know how when people pay for play for their money and they're trying to find the next contract? Yeah. Well, Not they, to mention, everybody loves Mbappe, but when France plays in actual national tournaments, Pogba shows up. I don't know if he's serious. I just don't know if he's serious right now. You know he does. He shows up, man. It's like strike for Germany. Seconds, wow, 40 minutes multiply to 76 <laughs> divided Dude, by did you like that math? That was good Add 43, add 76. <laughs> that was good math. 313, 975. <laughs> Dude, you're actually 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, man. Can you do me a favor? Can you go to the home screen and just type the word? My favorite word. My favorite Game card. Lawyer. At least for this, for this episode. I don't love this, but I've learned one thing. Don't don't bet against it. You know, bet with bet with the money, right? You know, I, I try to make fetch happen. Just type this word. What's my favorite type of card? The Cage Lawyer Allen Gunter card signed by Andrew. Soon we'll have that. We're gonna have a dual card. Kaboom. Can you type <laughs> the word kaboom for me? What do you think about the new prism kabooms where Oh, those, they're kind of silly. So you're probably on Power Buyer or you're on something else. But you go back to your sort function and just type Kaboom. So what you're going to find when you type this in, obviously everybody loves Kabooms, is that there are 10. That's correct, 10. Go back to your sort. See, this is good that people are watching folks do this. You might have it sorted. You might have only like Power Buyer ones in. You might be searching something else. But if you put Kaboom in, there are 10. Good. Okay, so so go to see your sort and filters. Click sort and filters to your left. Click that. Let's see what you have clicked. Yeah, I reset the whole thing. Now scroll down and see if you have power buyer. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Go to power buyer. No. Card year. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you do? How are you spelling kaboom? K-A-B-O-O-M. Yeah, that's the right way to spell it. Oof. He's doing good. He's, 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 in, he's in rare form today, folks. He spelled kaboom right, at least. Are you in the premiere auction or are you in the, are you in the weekly? <laughs> That's fascinating. Kaboom. He had some sort of, you know, he had some sort of feature in there. So, 
Anyway, guys, there are 10 kabooms in this current auction here. So take a look. I know there's a Joe Burrow. I mean, depending on who you like, um, you know, you'll, you'll be able to pull up any of the 10. Kaboom does not happen to be my favorite insert in the world. I got to tell you, Kaboom's not my thing. But Kaboom is, the, Kaboom is the way to go. It's no big deal. So let me go a different way. You ready? There's Kabooms. There they are. Oh, I know why. I, I got it. That's why. Exclamation point at the end. Search with the exclamation point. There we go. Look at all the Kabooms. You got to love it. So 2013 for you guys that don't know is the first year. It was when they did it a little more cartoony. Yeah. Where Curry looks like Sean Livingston. It's one of my favorites, though. Curry looks like Sean Livingston. I mean, there's some really nice ones. All the way down to, like, the Anthony Davis Gold, which is currently at $825. The Excalibur ones were from 2016. The Innovation ones from back in 2013. You know, Carmelo Anthony. And then you have ones, you know, Darius Garland's in there as a rookie for those Cleveland, uh, Cleveland fans. Nice little Kobe in PSA 10, one of only 12 in PSA 10. Tom Brady. It's just interesting stuff. If Kaboom is your thing, there are no shortage of Kabooms in this week. Let me ask you something. When you have a releases like that, you know, it's mm -hmm. like that, uh, you have a 2013 to 2021. Is 2013 more valuable and then the rest of the years are kind of, you know, all in a bunch? Or is each year progressively more valuable than the last? So, I mean, they added gold in, which then made the gold ones the valuable ones and green one of one. So they added in that little parallel. So that kind of, you know, rejuvenated it a bit. Um, it's difficult because you don't know the pop. Um, the base ones, the 2013s, there were not a lot of those. And there's definitely not a lot of them that are high grades. So, but the thing is, what cuts against the, the supply on it is people don't, a lot of people don't like that, the cartoonish nature of them as well. So interesting, you know, but kabooms, people love kabooms. People, you know, if that's your thing, no shortage of kabooms here. And it's interesting because, you know, used to not see as many kabooms for sale. And now you got, you know, 10 of them in this week's auction and several in next week's auction. So that's, you know, that's an interesting thing. Um, well, what worries me is some of them are, are not numbered and they're going for huge dollar amounts like the Joe Burrow. Yeah. Rookie you know, one you is, never know how many there are, right? You never know how many there are. The PSA 10, it's right now on auction for 6400 Second thing is, Cage, you know, as I'm buying, like as I'm kind of dumpster diving for these $20 mm -hmm. slabs, you, you kind of find out which players have fallen off maybe a little more than they should. Yep. And you guys, when I'm – so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of capping at 150 bucks. I'm saying football, basketball, soccer in the, in the search function. And Anthony Davis and Kawhi feel very oversold to me for what they've accomplished. Right, because you get you get guys like Bull Bowl at this in this area. You get you get the guys that don't play, mm -hmm. but then you have guys like Anthony Davis that I'm like, dude, the guy still could have like an MVP season next year, and his cards are priced kind of like Mo Bamba's. Yes, Davis has really fallen off, and and if he turns it around and the Lakers do something, they ain't exactly Levine, Dame Lillard, throw Kobe, uh, throw Kobe, LeBron in there. I mean, like people could be looking at at, at Anthony Davis as a, a a definite buy. That is a low risk. Because you're basically buying it for nothing. Potentially high-reward play. I love it. I think it's a great idea that you had there. And you were able to think of him because you spent some time in the auctions looking at what he's selling for. It wasn't somebody you were looking at. But when you look at his no. prices, wow, this just could be a gamble. This could be something worth right. taking a risk on. Like you see like Mo Bamba's cards ending and then you're like, well, Anthony Davis is in the same price range. Kawhi, Kawhi out of 75 PSA 9 is selling for $19. 
And I'm like, <laughs> Jordan Poole, what happened? Your computer died. <laughs> so much for 44 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been 20 minutes on the episode. And we had some time before that, too. So it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's crazy stuff. I know. I remember what <laughs> I was looking at. There. Did you ever play poker? You probably were terrible at poker. I just go all in the beginning before even looking at my cards and hope. I'm and a gambler, man. Your phone died at the same time. Your my phone did not die. My phone is that dead. <laughs> no, what's happening? I don't know. I see you. Hello. Is, someone... is there like a mosquito around? Dude, can you look up a car for me? You might actually like yes. this. The 2006 Exquisite Kobe Auto. All right. Now, oh. I'm going to talk, guys, for a second. This is one of those weird ones, right, where we talked to Buster about storytelling and being able to tell a story. So, obviously, we all know that Kobe had a lot of autos with Panini, right? He signed a bunch of stuff. So, you don't know which ones to buy. You know what Panini never did? They never had an auto of Kobe on the relic, on the jersey, on the piece. Upper Deck did that. They had creative autographs like this. Not a single Panini one out there where it's on the gear. You see this? You see what, what we're looking at here? Out of 25, you know, BGS 9, numbered, got an auto grade of a 10. That's Kobe. incredible. Isn't this nice? Isn't this a cool card? Well, I mean, just getting a 10 auto. A 10 on the jersey, yeah. It's not easy to not have it, like, bleed or, like, fall off. And I know auto grades didn't matter, but it seems like in today's market, they matter a lot. Yeah. Well, listen, there's a card, another card. But anyway, guys, I want you to take a look at this one because it's not the cheapest card in the world. But it's really, really nice. And it's, it's you know, when there's all these Kobe autos out there and you start to tell stories of why this auto is better than this auto, or that auto is better than this auto. Panini had Kobe for, you know, a decade, you know. And this card here, they never tried. They never did anything like that. Uh, that's a pretty sick card, too, but there's no auto on it. It doesn't matter. That's a really nice card. So so what I'm going to have you look at, if you pulled up Card Ladder right now, what do you think the RPA out of 99 for Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow sell for in, like, PSA 9? What do you think those guys? 90K, I think. I think they're, like, dollars $50,000 with 10 autos. Oh. Okay? Like, 48 50 grand, which is, you think, a bargain, right? So let me ask you something, Okay. I'd buy Nestor Cortez if someone gave me that much money. Nestor. No, so, but, but here's the thing. And, and the guys, this is a, a common refrain from me. And it's a good conversation starter, right? Do you think Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow have as good a careers as Russell Wilson, nine-time pro bowler, Super Bowl champ could have won two. You I got am, a base card. You got a I'm base card. Base it's you like the base good. cards, but let's go with me here. Russell Wilson, second highest quarterback rating for active players, right? Most wins in the first nine seasons. He had like 98 wins in the first nine seasons. Guy averaged like 11 wins a game in his first nine seasons. <laughs> I don't, you know, Herbert, Herbert and Burrow, they're not going to do that. Um, 11, 11 wins. A MVP. Season. No, I mean, uh, Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. He won nine Pro Bowls. You name it, the whole nine yards. So, so if there was a, a, a BGS nine, right? A BGS nine, just like those forty-eight, fifty thousand dollars Burrow and Herbert. Now those have ten autos. The BGS nine with a nine auto, and this is where we're going to talk about the autos for a second. Russell Wilson, same National Treasures RPA ninety-nine. How much do you think that's worth? When you got a fifty thousand dollars Burrow and Herbert. Why don't you type it into PWCC's weekly auction? I have, I have a feeling this is going to be that Dame Lillard. 
thing again. But Russ is way more accomplished than Dame. Russ has actually won. And yet, similar pricing. Less than 10%. On card auto, the auto's a little, you can take a look. If you zoom in on the auto, you know why you got a nine. You can see a little bit of ink bleed on it. But it's the same. RPA out of 99. And guys, this is a fun one, right? Because I love these auctions. I wasn't going to say anything about this because I want to buy it. You know what I mean? Russell Wilson's a Super Bowl champ, nine-time Pro Bowler, and not done, right? One of the favorites not finished. betting odds to go, you know, pretty deep this year, you know, with, with, a, with a new team. Who knows what he does this year? But you're, you're looking at somebody who has done a lot in this league, Walter Payton, Man of the Year, you know, you name it. And yet his RPA, people are chasing Burrow Herbert, it's $100,000, Forty-eight thousand for the for the BGS nines with a ten auto. Here's a BGS nine of Russell Wilson. The same thing. National Treasure RPA, two color. It's got a nice little jersey piece in it, right? Yes, the auto's a nine. Very weird jersey because this isn't his jersey color. I mean, it might have been a white jersey. You know, I mean, you know, Seattle wears lots of jerseys. They have home and away. So you, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So so. And this one right now is sitting at what was less than 10% of the price. I know it's an auction. It was still a day left. But I had to bring attention to this one because, wow, this was just such a nice card. And when you compare it to, you know, the prices that are being paid for people who haven't done anywhere near as much as what he has done in the league and may never do what he's done in the league, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting story to tell about our, the current state of our hobby. No? Old man talking about the guys who were instead of the guys who might be. No, I sent you Russ Wilson before the show I wanted to buy. This is kind of cool. So I love the Panini Prism Autos, but check this out. So in 2012, the base was numbered, Cage. There's 250. This is a cool one. Bit of 900 uh, for the Russell Wilson. Nice auto. Gem Mint Plus uh, Prism on card. uh, Not on card auto, but autographs. It's a cool card, too. Russell Wilson, man. I mean, I listen. I don't think Russell Wilson wins the Super Bowl this year. It would be difficult. I haven't started looking at the NFL stuff yet. Plus, you have all kinds of stuff that's going to happen. Let's look at preseason. Let's look how these guys, you know, gel. Let's see who he has out there with him. It's a gauntlet that AFC West. It'd be difficult for me to pick any of them just because they're going to beat up on each other with Mahomes and Herbert and Russell Wilson all in the same division. Um, that's going to complement. I think every quarterback, because it's going to bring with it tons of attention and media, and they're going to talk about it. Televised games, yeah, hundred percent, right. definitely. Just like J- Josh Allen and 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 Mac Jones, and hopefully, you know, Zach Wilson, and and now you have Tua throwing to uh, the Cheetah, and all in the same division too. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that in in the league. A lot of terrible division play too, like the NFC East, where the Giants actually think they have a chance. With the I think Jones. people are a little bit sleeping on Jalen Hurts. Not that he's phenomenal, but I think he's going to come in. Wanting to prove something, right? Okay. And Cage with with quarterbacks, I think it's important to remember: you're not betting on them to win the Super Bowl. You're actually betting them to start well. Yep, I, I think I, you're right. I think the you're, first four to six weeks matter more than you know. I think you're. Six, I think you're 100 right. It depends on what you're looking to do, right? If you're looking to buy a young guy that you're trying to catch a wave up on and resell, I think you're 100 right. If you want to go the other end of the spectrum, let me ask you a question: If you're going to buy a dual auto, which maybe you don't even like dual autos. Maybe you just want one auto. Maybe a dual auto. Which would you rather have, teammates or rivals? Like if I tell you a Michael Jordan dual auto, would you rather have Jordan Pippen or would you rather have Jordan Bird, which was a video game, Jordan versus Bird? That was pretty cool. I heard, I heard Bird signs a lot. I mean, he didn't sign a little. He's not Kobe. Um, but take a look. Put in Michael Jordan 
Larry Bird, 25. Take a look at that card for a second. I would go, oh, wow, that's an interesting question. That is. I have the good questions. I have the good questions. I'm like Arby's. I have the good questions and the meats. No? (laughs) I think. Come on, pull that card up. I want to see it. Pulling it up. Pulling it up. Let's go. Pull already. (laughs) 10 10. Look at that. On card. I love the SPC look with some of these old school cards. This is a pretty cool card that people don't even know is, you know, is out there. Are they in their college uniforms? Ultimate collection on card auto of Jordan and Bird. This is one of those things that, you know, it's I think it's a one of one in a SGC ten ten. Yep. On card of two of the top ten players of all time. Just one of those sneaky cards that just, you know, not a lot of people are logging into this week's auction looking for this particular card. But it checks so many boxes. Looks really cool. It's Give on me a price card. target on this. Like, if you were bidding, where would you, where would you, you know, pull the trigger, and where would you kind of ease off? I mean, I think another ten to twenty percent higher from where it is right now is reasonable. hundred percent. This, I mean, Jordan because he has the upper deck, right? They don't have a ton of Jordan cards. You know, there's not no Panini stuff, and unfortunately, you know, the more recent stuff where they're able to do things like this, they have the college unis which doesn't appeal to a lot of people. I mean, if you're a North Carolina fan, okay. You know, if you're a Jordan guy, you don't mind that. So that will probably keep this price, you know, reasonable. Five? five six, yeah, I, think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But, I mean, again, on card, out of 25, Jordan Bird. Bird may sign a lot of stickers and whatnot, but he's probably not signing too many dual autos out of 25 with Michael Jordan that are already graded 10 auto. It's pretty nice. Do you think there's going to be a lot of movement in cards the next month and a half as people kind of like re, like redistribute their portfolios, get out of some cards they don't want for national, get into some stuff that they want to bring to national? I think you're going to see football prices go up. I think you're going to see a lot of this prism stuff. I think you see a lot of that. People are going to be starting to move into football. I think the national is going to be a lot about quarterbacks. Um, I think your Jalen Hurts might be a little sneaky play. I think people are going to be loading up on QBs to sell at national. Mm. Yep. That's what I think. I think people are going to be, you know, QB, QB like crazy. Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, who I wouldn't buy, but. So then if you're going in, would you buy QBs at National? I would have QBs now ready to, to trade at National for basketball. That's what I'd be looking to do. If you're a Lamelo believer, an Edwards believer, and you can pick up some Mac Jones now, you can pick up some Trevor Lawrence now, some, you know, Burrow, Herbert, you name it, and then at National, trade the dealers, trade people who are looking to get those quarterbacks for the season for Edwards, Lamelo, or whoever your rookie was from this year that nobody's looking at, Cade or, you know, Scotty Barnes, if you're a Barnes guy, Herb Jones, you know, whoever you're – that's what I would be doing at, at National. I'd be, I'd be moving to football – the dealers might actually pay, you know, might actually trade you from their basketball stock because I have a feeling they're going to be looking to sell um, their football. So that's my, my thought on national. Football gets hot, you know. National treasures, boxes, you know, if you could find a steal on one now while everybody's looking at Prism. By national, people are going to be trying to look for those national treasures football boxes again. So it's one of those kind of things. You know, 100K football, for, football a, for a one-of-one Mac Jones. Yes, 100%. I saw that. I saw it was like a Yeti deal in like a trunk. You know, like somebody with the, you know, somebody, you know, a little Rolex, Yeti full of cash and let's go. I Listen, we've all been there. I've met somebody in a parking lot and sold the card, not for 100 grand, but for 15 in cash. 
you know, hey, handshake deal. Let's go stop and shop. But you're right, though. <laughs> Boston has a lot of money right now. Like, Boston collectors, that, that seems like a deal. But, like, imagine that guy bought 20 or 30 Brady cards. and or, or he bought some Tatum National Treasures two years ago and just sold one of them. You know what I mean? So, look, Tatum's Tatum. Somebody, what was it, Chris Hodge? I mean, somebody had a cool post in their story that said, like, you know, this this is the dude who has the entire ultra modern basketball market on his back right now. Who's that? Tatum, because Tatum's Tatum's like this. Tatum's chart is like this. That National Treasures. That was John like two weeks ago. And it was like it's not now. But it was like Luca a month ago. Yes, that's very very true. It's very, very true. Job's not finished. But if it does get finished, I guess the point I'm trying to make is the same as yours. If you're invested in Boston stuff, you're probably, uh, you're probably doing all right. And this is another Boston guy, you know, Mac Jones. And, you, you know, a hundred grand, this, that, that whoever bought that can now walk around the national and say, I'm, I got it. I'm the one with the one-on-one, you know, maybe get it graded or, you know, whatever the story is where, you know, a hundred grand, what does it get you? One of the 99 Burroughs or Herberts RPAs. Now you got a one of one Mac Jones. See what I mean? See what I mean? Yeah, I understand. I'm learning. I'm learning this game. You know, it's a, it's a flex. It's a $100,000 flex. What else are you seeing this week in the, uh, in the auction? You see anything fun? I thought there's a, a really cool, if you're into the low pop and you're a Barry Bonds collector, this is the kind of card is it's an OPG. You know, that's the Canadian version of Tops. I'm seeing a lot of those sell. Normally, I would tell you, like, OPG only sells better for, like, Wayne Gretzky or hockey players. But there's uh, the Bonds OPG. Um, if you look at the pops on these things, especially in, you know, in BGS 10s, they're so low. And there are a lot of Bonds collectors out there. So I don't know if you if you see it. Can you see the, the Bonds? Bonds. I think it's 87. You can also just type Bonds 1987 and see what pops up. I can't see the screen, but I can help you. Bonds P. 1987. P. Well, I couldn't just type in an O. So now sort by most expensive. Oh, we're going that route. Okay, big guy. (laughs) Well, this is, you know, when 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 you're low pop here, you know, and it's Barry Bonds. People, uh, you know, people come out of the woodwork for Barry Bonds. Oh. They're, they're, see what I mean? PSA not 10. A lot of, yeah, PSA 10. Not a lot of these, man. Look at look at that. That's I mean, already at $3,300. That's this the 87. Little guy. It's a cool card. A big, big old Bonds then. Well, he was a rookie there. I mean, and, and on the Pirates, right? Not not the Giants. I mean, that's who he played with the Pirates. It was Bonds and Bonilla. The Bonds and Bonilla show. Um you know, Barry has an 86 tops traded. This 87 OPG is just real low pop. So people, uh, people, people look for those cards, and and you know the Bond super collectors they pay on those. So just another one to look at. Gretzky, I think we don't talk about Gretzky enough, and I, I know hockey doesn't get enough of a market, but I'm curious. Like, this was a card I was looking at, right? Mm-hmm. 6.5, but it got an exceptional kind of stamp to it. Yeah, it's gorgeous eye appeal. Nice eye appeal, and and if there's like I know McDavid is incredible, but I think far and away no one even comes close to Gretzky. Right, he's a clear cut goat. Clear cut goat. Not too many of them. Not you know in the hobby, um, you know Brady. 
I guess there's just not as many collector bases for him either, though. That might be the issue, is what I kind of hear you saying. Yeah. I mean, I love Gretzky. I think he was great, but I'm not a huge hockey guy. So it's not one of the, you know, when when it was like, oh, go get a Jordan, you know, go get a Montana, you know, go get, you know, uh, Gretzky always kind of fell by the wayside to those other, you know, go get, go get yourself a nice Griffey Jr., buy a Babe Ruth. You know, Gretzky was always one of those, like, you know, you could always get that down the road, you know. You always get that another time, Cage. It's just, you know, that was that was kind of the way that I looked at it. All right, so that's – we got a bunch of PWCC stuff, guys. Cool cards. Take a look um, just in case this is your first time listening to our PWCC. Two cool features on there. The Power Buyer feature, if you go into the sort function and you um, click Power Buyer, there are items that PWCC just automatically sorts for you. There are cards that are currently bid significantly lower than what their appraisal value is. So basically bargains, you know. And if you click on it, you'll see, you know, high, high dollar, low dollar, you know, ultra modern, all the way to vintage. Um, they got some cool stuff. Also, flash auctions. If you click on the top of the little lightning flash, these are things that have been put into this week's auction as late as Wednesday at midnight. They might not have had the eyeballs on them. Um, you know, they don't get the same kind of like, you know, treatment ahead of time. Um, so they may not be getting the love that they deserve. It's a cool bargain strategy where you guys can take a look at these ones and, you know, people came, you know, put them in late for liquidity is what that flash is. So as Andrew talked about in the beginning, you know, people are trying to get some liquidity by selling their cards. You know, you might be able to find, you know, uh, a card or 10 that are selling for significantly lower than where they, uh, where they were or where they should be. Something man. Something that's fun with the power buyer is you could also get a little bit of a pulse on the market. So what I like to do is search a name, see how many results of that person there are, meaning how many cards are in the auction, mm-hmm. and then do the the power buyer. Yeah, so we did with Kobe. That, see that ratio, and then do another player. So like I imagine Tatum would have less power buyer because he's a little bit hotter. So yep. people are bidding him up. Then, uh, you know. By the way, let's do that. Let's give an example. Do a Kobe again because I already showed the one Kobe on uh, on Jersey Auto, but there are some really nice Kobe chronology ones, like high-end autos, but also some other ones. Take a look at some of the Kobe autos. Have you ever seen that that set, that Kobe chronology auto set that from – I think it was 2007. Look, the, it's the first two cards. I know. I know. Puncture breaks. So those there's are, those 188 are Kobe cards in the next two auctions. Yes. Okay. And then we hit power buyer. I know, slow. Look you like right the cards. I mean, I, that one and the one after it. Look at how nice those cards are. They're, they These remind me of the, like the one of one, you know, those like timeless shot kind of deals, one and one. Like, it, you know, it seems to me like these are probably the precursor for that. And maybe even the, you know, the muse, you know, maybe they took their, you know, took your cue from these. Look at those cards. It's a gorgeous card. I mean, that's as beautiful as a card as it gets. Yep. So cool Kobe's. And then you can go and sort lowest price and take a look at some of the Kobe's instead of highest price. These are power buyer low, which is going to give you bargains that are bargains. It's a double bargain. This is Andrew's world right here, folks. <laughs> Look at we this. We go from Gage's world to Andrew's and, world, the and 1997 collector. If short. you want to, just sort this by this week's auctions so that you see only the ones that are ending tomorrow or okay. today if they're doing it. But look how easy this is, guys. If you, if you haven't, take a look on YouTube. It's just a click. It's a nice easy sort. Andrew's going through them. And now these are cards that are ending tomorrow. You see that I have them hearted? You already have them stars because these are the yeah. ones you're going to be. Look at you. 
Look at that red, white, and blue. Holding the trophy. Kobe wearing his weird pool goggles. Rookie. <laughs> <laughs> no? He's ready, look at this. he's ready to save a butterfly. Whoever you that's it. Whoever you are a fan of, you can do the exact same thing. And there are how many dozens of cards of Kobe under a hundred dollars here? The power bars of twenty twelve prisms. Look at those. I love twenty twelve prism. You know that's my jam. No, I know, I know, I know. Kobe no, holding Kobe sure. rookies. This is a nice one. Like this is a rookie or ultra gold medallion. Uh, I'm curious. Eighty four bucks. I don't. I'm curious where that ends. This is another one I'm looking for. The comic, Kobe nice. PSA ten. There's a shiny uh, one over there to the far right. Yeah, <laughs> shiny. You that's right up your alley. All, all flare is flare is always shiny. Bro. Ultra. Look at you, man. You know I see. We that's got a Mike Baker gold label on it. <laughs> we got the one where you know the uh, the top one where where LeBron's on the same card. Look at all these look at these bargains. Andrew's gonna go broke. <laughs> you know, broke. Why would you wish that upon me? I'm not wishing. I just know what's gonna happen. Look at all those Kobe's. Look at, I see a lot of stars. Not if you know, I move them. <laughs> well, that's true. By the way, I wanted to talk about that for a second. You know, there's uh, there's you know there's potentially you know plays here, guys. You know, you can be buying like Anthony Davis play. You know, Andrew Andrew gave you that one. Who's a guy who you think might show up next year? Going to take a step forward next year? Maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. If that's your guy, you think the Grizzlies? Another guy that nobody, no hobby love right now. Yeah, so maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. is a guy you could pick up some cards from him at basically like PSA nine is nineteen dollars, nineteen bucks silver PSA rookie, right? I mean, no one's looking at those. That's the time to pounce, stash him for a couple of months, and then when the Grizzlies jump out and he comes back and he's shooting 50% from three, you know, it's a, it's a guy you could probably sell for more than what he's selling for now when no one's looking for it. You know, and I just use him as, as an example. Who's your guy? Is it Tyler Hero? Is Tyler Hero going to get the start next no, year? No, dude, I got to tell you, man. I got, Hero's such a piece of – Uh-oh. You, you soured on Tyler okay. Hero. You were the original Tyler Hero fan. You're the original Tyler Hero fanboy, and now you're Do now you he's listen? done. You I'm got, listening. Two years in one mouth for a reason. I'm listening. Yeah. So after the season, if you guys saw, he came out with like a quote. He's like, two I of these, I, too. I think he's like, I think I I've proved that I deserve to start. Yes. Yet last year you started and you sucked. So you're actually better when you don't start. Are you being fair? I mean, they made him play point guard, right? They made him play point guard. Right? They made him play point guard. Right? right, but he, he came out at the end of the season with another stupid quote saying he thinks he deserves to start. I saw that. But they started him last year in a position that wasn't his. What you position? Know? What would you play him in? A shooting guard? Yeah, shooting guard, yeah. I, I Personally, I wouldn't play him get, in the starting get, lineup at all. I would right. leave him at six. I would leave him at six. But so I, you, I didn't like that comment, and I do not think Heroes are good investors. By the way, I'm going to give you credit for that. Because that was your guy, and, and you're realizing now that things happen out there, right? You know, things happen that change your view on somebody. I don't have guys, first off. Come on. Yes, you do. LeBron's your guy. I had a, I see opportunities in the market, and I say, hey, Hero is going to come into his own in this bubble hero. And that <laughs> happened. I, I have no sentimental affection towards – All right, last one. What do you think about Chris Paul? Real Chris Paul. <laughs> uh, we switch. We switch roles on this episode. I love it. I actually Let's joined go. Little Paul Man's um, break, and I got a Chris Paul auto on on OKC. No, 
It's like a four dollar card, and it was like a hundred fifty dollar buy-in. Um, <laughs> and you got okay. Uh, you didn't even get Lucas Dort. No, there was nothing good. It was the worst box ever. I got the first pick. It was a Dominators Chris Paul. What do I think of Chris Paul? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't have. We'll see what the summer brings. And that's why I'll be keeping around, folks, for the hard hitting analysis. Well, it, it really depends what the summer brings. I want to know more on what happened with Aiton. Why does he shy away? What happened with Booker? Why does he shy away? Because there is turmoil between Aiton and the team. There is questions of Booker. Why does he not put up more shots? You know, I, I don't know. I think we'll get more answers in the summer after the finals. So, you guys, if you have an answer for why did Booker shy away vlogs, you let us know because <laughs> I have no clue. No? Too much? We love you guys. Enjoy the PWCC auction as much as Andrew does, and you will have yourself a great weekend. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.